Good evening. For reasons I shan't understand, I happen to put eight o'clock as the reason as the time for tonight's soiree versus seven PM. So that's why some of you may not be here now. But you might be getting the the notification, so we'll see you soon. I think that's great. My mistake, my fault. My friends, I ask you, for those of you who are who have never done this before, when you get involved specifically in any kind of an online or social media platform, you become metric crazy. You know numbers. You put this kind of thumbnail up. That works. Thumbnails work better for this. This color thumbnail works better than that. The way you phrase the subject. Do you put a lot of words out there? Do what do you what do you call? Well, who knows? I found out that people do not want to talk about based upon the the biggest numbers I get are stuff that I really don't want to talk about. Well, I do. I do talk about it, but I don't find it as fascinating as other subjects. For example, the notion, I think, we always talk about families, and I thought Father's Day. Very interesting. <laughs> Nobody's interested in that. They want to just say, Happy Father's Day. Yeah, but you want to talk about it? No, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, you know? No. Okay. Certain things I find of interest. AI, AGI, the most fascinating subject of all. <laughs> nope. You want to talk about Trump? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, number of Joe Rogan. See, that's a good one, but not maybe for reasons you think. And I was thinking about something. I just did a couple of videos on my private channel. And one of them is what I can't talk about now, is, but it's like when the next pandemic comes. Imagine what that subject matter is. When the next pandemic comes. Will there be one? Come on. Please. But of course, this is not the place to talk about it. I dig. I dig. My private channel. I can be a little bit more uh, whatever. There are two people I'm going to tell you about. First is my gas station buddy. I love him. He's a Muslim from Ghana. And when you see him, he's noble. How do I say it's not noble? He's, his, his physiognomy is different. He looks African. He's just different. Very dark, but very, almost like a Native American, kind of that Asian. You, I swear to God, if you put like a crown on him, he looks like a king. Whatever a king looks like. Because look at King Charles and everything. Anyway, works his butt off. Uh, American citizen. Went through the whole routine. Muslim. Absolutely Hundred percent, great guy. Next, in the hood, there's this place. 
I'm not going to give you the name of it, but it has a name that would sound like a John Wayne movie, like Stars and Stripes Forever, you know, something like that. And and it's got a name like that, and there's flags, and it's, it's, it's a very patriotic, it's a bodega. You know, you go in there for drinks or whatever. And it's two, I think it's a father and a son, I don't know where they're from, I think they're Muslim too, Arabs, I don't know, hardworking citizens. And I always ask him, I says, let me ask you something. What do you think about people who just come into this country? You know, don't just show up at the border. I'm here. Okay, come on in. They go ballistic. You find out what they had to do to their family. How their families had to get there. How they had to sacrifice for their families. How, how they, they just go berserk. So I put that in this category. And I thought to myself, isn't this what America is really about? Isn't this it? Aren't these guys, these are, these are as American. I mean, they, had, they took the test. They did all this stuff. And I was watching this and thinking about this with this movie with Alan, uh, about, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Fubar. Watch that. So my first question is, and I know this will never work, because if I tell you this, people don't want to talk about it. But to me, it's so philosophically meaty. I love the story. What does it mean to be an American? And if I went to the left, if I went to the left, meaning the, these people that we call the left, whoever they are, would they understand any of this stuff? Arnold Schwarzenegger was talking about how he got his citizenship and he worked hard. He came from Austria. He, he's, he's, he's kind of full of it by the way, as you can imagine, but what does the left, what do they want? What do they want? Who are they? I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I want to work with you. What do you want? How do you identify? Do you, if you, listen, the government, I, I, I just, I mean, I agree with you. I think what we've done in terms of war and the government's horrible, but I love my country. Does this make any? Does this make any sense? Okay, put that issue over here. Okay, what's an American? What is a left one? Whatever. Okay, that's one issue. Second issue. I love at night. I love to hear audio books. I love Audible. I love it. You can you're driving in a car. I I love to hear. And I'm stuck. I go through organized crime, serial killers. Always nonfiction. Always nonfiction. And I love this book called The Generals by Thomas Ricks. He's been out for a while and I've heard him. He's, he's a bit of a bombast, but it's just a great book. And I love these people like Matthew Ridgway. His uh, nickname, pardon my expression, I'm not trying to be rude, but it was Iron Tits. This was his nickname. He wore a grenade. He wore this, a grenade and a medical and, and like a first aid kit. That was his thing. This is the general. And he talks about when he when he shows up. He he pretty much saved Korea. He and O. P. Smith, the Marine, but he's Army, and he and he's explaining. Well, what I do is I fly around. I look at the terrain. I look at the maps. And I know all this. I mean, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a war. He's an architect of a war. 
and America needs a general. What are we going to do? Where do we go? And guess who was a general? You ready for this? You're going to laugh. Trump. Trump was a general. Here's a story. Throughout history, when it comes to war, and, and by the way, kudos to Victor Davis Hanson, who one time spoke about this brilliantly. During war, there are some people who really get it. It's something else that's just... It's unlike anything else. It's logistics and moving and intel and, and, and knowing every part of this. Intel, a uh, deception, morale, what do the men want, most of the men, what do you, just everything. How do you do it? Thinking out of the box. Thinking out of the box. O.P. Smith was this great, his, his whole thing was, we need a runway here. A runway? Most people weren't even there. Most of the generals were like 100 miles south. They don't want to get near it. And one of the things which is interesting, which uh, Victor Davis Hanson mentioned, which is terrific, is some of the greatest generals were kind of weird. General Patton. Patton was weird, strange, rich, famous, polo ponies, the whole bit. Had absolutely no... But he was a guy who said, I know how to do this. And for some reason, the Third Army or whatever it was, they would just... Normally, they would be like defensive. You know, we're going to stand here. We're going to wait till the Germans come. He said, the hell with that. Let's go. And I'm going to be in France before. And he was moving. And they said, you're not supposed to. He goes, the hell we're not. Come on. And he, he just, he changed everything. You're moving? Yes. Curtis LeMay had Bell's palsy. Had a cigar in his heart. He said, I want to bomb uh, Vietnam into the Stone Age. And he and Doolittle said, they had these big bombers. They were like dive bombing. I mean, he was fire bombing. This guy was. He said, you're not supposed to do it. He goes, the hell we're not. Change the way we fought air. That was it. Ridgeway was great too. Ulysses S. Grant. Oh my God. Remember the line about that? He was a drunk. He said, Mr. Lincoln, President Lincoln, he's a drunk. He says, well, you find out what he's drinking to give all my other generals a case. Because I love that. Because he thought out of the box. And the best of the best was were the North Vietnamese. Jap. General Jap. And the other guy. Oh, my God. Completely changed everything. Okay. I don't want to go through that. Who did that? Trump. What's the number one thing that you do when you're a general? It's to get the men behind you. I'm sorry, men and women, but for the most part, they were men. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? That's what Trump did. Can Ron DeSantis do that? Can Biden do that? Biden's not even in charge. He's not in charge. Stop right there. Who could do it? Bobby Kennedy? Maybe. But Trump had it down pat. Trump did it. Trump did it. Trump did it in ways that you don't even realize it. Trump's through, 
I think he's just through for a variety of reasons. He's just been through too much and we've kind of had it and all. But Trump was it. Who is going to be our leader? Who is the general? Who can lead this country out of it? What's the mission? Where do we go? Is it mission creep? What are we trying to do? What are we trying to do? I can't watch that Fox News. I don't even listen to that stuff. What do we do? I saw some woman in the corner covered in tattoos, screaming and yelling, F this, F that, F that. And I couldn't tell what. And I thought to myself, this is a lefty. I could tell. And I would have loved to have said, tell me what you want. What would you like? Tell me what your idea of good governance is. What is your plan? What's your movement? Who's the general? What do we do? Do you hear what I'm saying? Are you listening to me? Who is our, what is our mission now? What do we do? That's it. I'm putting all my money in Bobby Kennedy. He's the only one, okay? Next story. One, two, here's the third one. They are setting him up and Joe Rogan, and I see it as clear as day. See how they're trending? There's some doctor or something they're challenging. I'll give you $100,000. And if you, okay, Joe. You're, 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 gonna be, you're getting suckered into this. They're going to get him, and they're going to get Bobby, and Bobby wants to get him. Now, here's the way this goes. Let me explain to you. Bobby Kennedy is so angry. He has had a... a, a, a he's kind of like Prince Harry in a way, but, but, but lucid. He's had a, a resentment towards the government, resentment towards the deep state, resentment towards these folks who took his uncle and his father and destroyed his family for the most part. A lot, a lot, of, this, a lot of those kids went berserk after... I mean, you, you just don't... You don't go through that, okay? It's tough enough. And Ethel, I don't know how she did whatever she did. I don't know how they do that. Bobby is dealing with the people right now that took his father and his uncle out, one way or another. And you can argue. You can say, no, it was Sir Hans or Hans. Okay, whatever, whatever, whatever you want. I'm not going to argue with you. And he is so mad. And for him to run, he's going to win New Hampshire. He could be due 23. You don't know how big he is. They are scared out of their mind. That's why Newsom's picking up speed. Now, somebody's going to get to him one way or another and say, listen, we're going to make a deal with you. And Bobby's going to say, there's no deal. Bobby, if you know what's good for you, excuse me, I'm almost 70 years old. I don't care anymore. I'm 70 years old. What are you going to do to me? You've done enough. What are you going to do to me? This is my last time. Think about it. You know, all these other people are, you know, older. I've been keeping my mouth shut the whole time. I've had it. I'm ready to, I'm ready to break through. And I'm going to make it tough on you. Because I'm going to run against you. And if you really push it by dream, I make a third party and deliver a Republican and really stick it to you. And then they're going to say, Bobby, that's the dumbest thing you can ever do. You know that, right? Now, you think Joe Rogan knows all this? Of course not. You think Joe, is anybody talking to Joe? Is Joe the type of person who says, okay, now sit down. Sit down and shut up and let me talk to you what's going on. 
You're not Joe Rogan. I know you're a tattoo who's and you're a tough guy. I know that. This is a whole other story. This is, these people are killers. Figuratively, literally, whatever you want to call it. You don't understand this. You're getting sucked into this thing. And now you're, you're trending on Twitter and you're, and you're going to put your show up. You're putting your show up or you, and you're going to offer a hundred, whatever this is. This is going to be called vaxxer against anti-vaxxer or va- and you're going to lose. Now you got away with it the first time. They let you go because you, you were contrite and you expiated your lunacy and that's it. This is a different story. This is a completely different story. They will come and they will get you. Do you understand that, Joe? Or do you believe you're Joe Rogan? Do you believe that you're a tough guy and because you can kick uh, Muay Thai or Muay, Muay Loco or whatever it is, you, uh, you think that, you're a, that you can, you're a tough guy and all that. Right. Is that what you think? Is that what you really think? I mean, you can, you can think that if you want, Joe. You can think that if you want. I'm telling you. And I dig it. But uh, they will come and get you this time. And let me also tell you something. If you think for one minute, if you don't like this, look, you may have banked so much money, you don't care about this. I hope you have. I hope you have. Because if you think you're going, if you think they're going to let you continue to do this, if you do something like this, they're going to have to teach you a lesson. Because they let you go the first time. You understand what I'm saying? They let you go the first time, Joe. Now, what's it going to be? I don't think he has any clue. Because Bobby Kennedy is Bobby Kennedy. And Bobby Kennedy is going to say, look, Joe, thanks, thanks a lot when they cut you. And by the way, these people, ask Anheuser-Busch what they think about it. Ask uh, Target. Ask the Los Angeles Dodgers. Do you understand what I'm saying? Tell me you do. How serious. You've got you've to respect. One good general will tell you, you've got to respect the enemy. See, nobody respected the North Vietnamese. Nobody respected the NVA. Nobody respected Jap and Ho Chi Minh. They thought they were a bunch of, you know, people running around in loincloths eating rice. Oh, no, no, no. Do you know what this is? Do you know what he represents? What he could do? He could bring this whole thing down. Bobby Kennedy Jr., and he is hitting every... What is he doing? Where does he go? Young people. He's on every podcast. He's on the Leo... Theo Vaughn or whatever. He's on every show. Every show there is. Which is smart. Every show. Not asking for money. That's the best. You don't have to ask for money. The best thing to ask for is, I don't want your money. I want your vote. Promise me you'll vote for me. Promise me you'll write your name. That's all I want. Promise me you're going to whatever. Either my name is on the ballot or you're going to write it in, either as a Democrat or in the general or whatever it is. That's all I want. I don't need your money. What do I need? What, a sign? I'm going to put a sign up? There are more people in this realm because anybody who, a lot of people don't know who he is. They don't really care. He is so smart. He's used doing everything the right way. And he's doing everything that means something to me. He's brilliant. But Joe, Joe thinks he's going to, well, I'm going to, I'm going to hang on to this. No, you're not. Because they will take you out. And they, they have to... And what I would do, very simply this. If I were with the other guys, with the enemies, so to speak, I'd say, make sure you hurt Joe. Because I want this to go out so nobody will touch Bobby Kennedy after this. I'll make it so that... Now, you want to have him on your show? 
Look what they did to Joe, uh, uh, Joe Scarborough. Look what they did to Joe Rogan, Spotify. Look what they did. That was their biggest money maker. Look what Target did. Look what Anheuser-Busch. You see how this thing works? Now, you want to have Bobby on your show? Go ahead. You want to be the next one? Go ahead. Go ahead. If they can take Joe Rogan down, they can sure as hell take you down. You got that Theo Vaughn? You want to have him on again? Go ahead. Maybe you. Ruben, you want to have him on? Or who, whoever you want. Or Dinesh? Good man, Dinesh. You want to? They go, oh, no, 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 no. It's all right. No, it's all right. No, go ahead. Do it. That's what I would do if I were the enemy. You got to think like the enemy. That's what I would do. I would I would say, we don't need these guys. That, <laughs> we haven't had a good scalp in a long time. We want to teach him a lesson. You don't mess with us. You don't understand this. This is who we are. We're bigger than we're bigger than U.S. Steel, Michael. Michael, we're bigger than U.S. Steel. Right? Now, I don't know how to tell you that, but, okay? That's that. Next story. The affirmative action case is coming. And if all seems... Well, if, put it this way, if, if all seems as indicated, the Supreme Court will pull a Dobbs on affirmative action and end that. Affirmative action is discrimination, period. End of discussion. Discrimination, that'll be two things. And let me tell you something. Look what they did. Clarence Thomas is... Ready to go. You just ticked him off. Alito, when you stole his memorandum, by the way, can you tell us who did it? Alito said, I know who did it. Well, who did it? Do you know what happens if they say affirmative action? Affirmative action is the most intellectually stupid thing. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And it goes to a subdirectory issue of do you want there to be equity? No. Equity is a code word. I want equality. I don't want equity. Do you want a diverse diverse uh, classroom? If that's not my goal, if you if if it's divorce divorce, diverse, great. Do I want it? That's not my goal. Milton Friedman said, understand the difference between your intent and the effects of your intent. Listen to what I'm telling you. This is absolutely, positively, the most insane thing that we do where we say, you are going to get special dispensation because you're black, but you with higher test scores are not because you're Asian now, if this makes sense to you, let me know. I don't think it does. That's going to be one of the best things ever. Next. One of the things which is important to realize, and I want you to think this, and this may be a little subtle, but I think you can handle this. One of the reasons why tattooing makes so much sense Think about this. One of the reasons why tattooing is so smart, 
and one of, and you've seen them these hideous horrible no symmetry no and and you know they're going to have that for the rest of their life wait till grandpa walks around grandpa what's that big bruise is that a birthmark no it was a tattoo it was 20 i don't know what does it say grandpa i don't know what the hell it says it's an eagle i don't know. i don't know what it is it's purple i know it's purple See the port wine symbol? It's like a segue Gorbachev at. The reason for this is if you if you can teach people the facility of mutilating your body, then things that we do surgically later on won't seem at all outrageous. Start cutting on your body now for art. Throw in an RFID chip. Take out your genitals. Take out your uh, lymph nodes. Take out this. Take out your... You don't need your... T- take, cut, cut. This, more face. Implant, scrot, juvederm, Botox, plastic surgery. Cut, mutilate, inject, uh, ink. See how that works? See how that works? It's conditioning you. It's 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 brilliant. People realize I have no body. I I don't even know what a rich. So so I'm cutting. I'm taking something out. I'm adding something in. Putting something here. My eyes, my cheekbones, my this, my that. It's it, it's it's a joke. So when you talk about gender affirming and surgery or whatever, it's easier to understand because there is no sanctity in the body to begin with. There's nothing about not scarring the body. There's nothing in it that has to do at all with the fact that you are destroying the body. Do you understand this? Do you see this? It's brilliant. And I and I, I don't know if they intended this or if it's just unintended benefit or I I I I, I don't know. It's brilliant. It's better than anything I ever thought. Let's teach people how to destroy their body. It's perfect. Cut it. Shoot it up with something. Pack it full of saline. Everything. If you haven't blinked in 20 years, it doesn't matter. We are changing everything. And then kids are going to get tattooed. I don't expect people to see that. Because it's it to me it's blatant. But it may seem a little subtle to a lot of people. I think you'll get it. I think you'll kind of get it. Next. I want you to watch, I think I told you this, this Arnold Schwarzenegger story. And it's a fascinating story, but not for why you think. Two things he said. Number one, Arnold is, for all practical purposes, a conservative, a Republican conservative who had to do the obligatory, okay, I'm going to come out against Trump. Gee, that took a lot of guts. And Trump makes it easy. Two things he said that were absurd. Number one, he said January 6th, was it reminded him of when his father, who was a Nazi or something, his his father was a 
in the in the the Austrian army he was a police officer or something. He said, "On the disease, I can't, I can't do the uh, Arnold voice, but he says, and it's easy for people to to find themselves in this spirit of hate, and that's why January sixth. And I want to say, would you please stop this? You're making your point there, Arnie. I understand you're milking it because you got to reconnect with your Hollywood friends, but this is come on, please. It's me you're talking to." January 6th? You're comparing that with Germany? Oh, please. Please. Second thing he said was he's doing everything perfectly. Then he said, oh, oh, he talked about Trump and worked the January 6th thing in. And then he said, well, he he fell into line, obviously, with the... uh, all the uh, immunology, immunization for COVID, which is fine. By the way, Arnold, thanks to President Trump. Thanks to President Trump, Operation Warp Speed, a lot of people don't like that. Trump proves it. I, I, Trump realizes, I, I brought the, I gave you the vaccine. They don't even like me because of that. No. If I hadn't have done that, you would have been... A, yes. And there's Arnold. Now, what Arnold doesn't understand, this is so great. This is a guy who's saying, now Arnold, I'm just curious. You're talking to me about America and this and grand morality. Yeah, let me ask you something. When you decided to impregnate your housemaid or whatever, your housemaid, while you have these kids here. This this is the same guy we're talking about, right? You're, you're lecturing us on morality and Trump and this. Ladies and gentlemen, his name is Frank. He doesn't go by any other name but Frank. A lot of people have nicknames, you know, Patriot 7077. Nope. Or Frankie Five Angels, or nope. Or Frank and Ferd, nope. Frank. Frank's been with us since day one. Frank writes, Happy Father's Day, Lionel. Thank you, Frank. Same to you. Not to sound like the skeptic, but does RFK Jr. have a successful record of run on lobbying laws against Big Pharma to protect children in the last three decades? I will wait. Anybody you have a... Anybody's got a good... Uh, Record to run on? Anybody, Frank, you would like who has a good record to? You like DeSantis? DeSantis has a good record. I think, you know. Tim uh, Scott has a good, I guess he has a good record. But what, but what RFK does is he's at a level that other people are not. And Frank's a good man, by the way. Thank you for your support, Frank. You've always been there. You've always been there, my friend. But Frank, to put it this way, to put it mildly, he's talking about stuff nobody talks about. Now, if you want me to sit back and wait, not you, but I say, well, no. He's talking about redoing, he's actually addressing, not so much, not vaccines, but the idea of biomedical tyranny, biomedical martial law, things like that, CDC, Fauci, 
That takes guts. That's number one. Number two, when he actually was talking about questioning the JFK assassination, not the RFK, but the JFK, he should the RFK, and actually mentioned the windshield, I thought to myself, dear God. He also talked about transgenders in sports, I think, in this, at one point, which is something which nobody ever talks about. And he's showing an ability, oh, an anti-war. Trump was pro-war. Trump, you know, Trump, Trump is, I mean, Trump was, you know, good, but he wasn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But, now, that's the direction I want to go. As great as Trump is, there's nothing that he did that was like, okay, he's a, he's a strong conservative, but he's not, I don't know if I want conservatives, I want this. Whatever this is, it's like, you know, this. I don't know. Whatever you want to call it. I, these names mean nothing for me. But here's the bottom line. Going back to what I said, if you're the general, what's our battle plan? What's our battle plan? And the thing to do is, I want to go to this country. If I ran for office, I'm, more, I'm not. But the first thing I would do is say, what happened to America? What happened? This isn't my country. Is this the America you know? Is this... We used to always act too much for kids. Oh, would you let them... Would you let the Just let the kids, you know... I don't know what the word is. Uh, don't, don't, don't worry about the music. Okay, they said the effort. Okay, take it easy. All right, there was a little nudity. Everybody was so uptight with kids. We can't let them do that. Okay, all right. You know, loosen up. We said, read from the hose. Now, there's no respect for children. There's no protection. There's nothing. It's open season. I don't recognize what's happening. We'll start with that. Just with kids. You want to do what? Wait a minute, you went from protect these kids couldn't do anything. They gotta be in bed, they gotta be on a cluck. And if you want to take an aspirin, you gotta call me and you this and you're gonna do this and you can't do that. And the kids were thinking, enough already. Now we're saying, oh no. In fact, we want to destroy their childhood. Can we have them, please? Can we have your children? No, no, we want your children, please. There we go. Hello, what's your name, Timmy? Not anymore. Now it's Kimmy. You know what I mean? Snip, snip. There you go. You said you had a, a doubt, didn't you? Yeah. Well, didn't you know what we had in mind? What? Didn't you know when we had... We, you, you wanted to change, didn't you? Should I ask my mom? No, no. Remember you told us that your mom didn't understand you? I did? Sort of. Yeah. Well, we, we took the liberty of going to court and having the judge rule in loco parentis in the place of a parent and therefore... We went ahead and so we're gonna we we took you to the hospital. You probably noticed a few things. Feel better now? Now you're aligned to what you said. Oh, you're gonna have some problems. You might have some incontinence problems later on. You won't be able to have kids, but your indecision is okay as a an eleven year old or whatever you are right now. I mean, this is this is this is this is horrifying. You want to talk about that? Anybody want to talk about that? Ron DeSantis, in his own way, is at least addressing that. 
least addressing them. And whereas what I wish Bobby Kennedy would do is, Bobby, do me a favor. Would you lay off the vaccinations just for a moment, just for a moment, and talk about this surgery stuff, the puberty blockers. I'm not trying to, listen, you know more about that than I do. Far be it from me to interrupt. But I wish you would talk about this. Because this scares me a hell of a lot more. Okay? A hell of a lot more. Let me put it to you this way. And let me just say this. There were millions and millions and millions and millions of people all over the world who received every conceivable vaccine you can imagine and boosters and the vast, 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 vast majority of them are fine. I, I'm just saying, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to even attempt this. I'm not an expert in this. It's not my thing. You continue that. But in the meantime, I want to address your attention to kids right now because nobody comes, puberty blockers, there is no success rate. You know what I mean? Depends upon what you mean by success. This is a different story. So I want you to take that, that children's focus, God bless you, and I want you to look at this. That's what I want you to do. You got that? Give me that. Give me your attention on this. This is what I want to do. Because everybody is like, we went, we went uh, I get bored quickly and I say, I understand the argument, let's, let's, let's move on. And now you're giving, you're, they're giving Trump a hard time because, well, you, you with your orb speed, what did you want him to do? Sit there and say, I'm not going to do anything, I'm not going to lift a finger. Are you kidding me? Wait a minute, what? I've, I have people tell me that Trump should have said, I'm not going to do anything. What? During an election, during an election, this is this is where I'm thinking. Oh my God, we've lost our mind. So you can argue all you want about that. That's important. I'm talking about this. I'm talking about hospitals that say if a child shows some kind of a gender confusion, that you have to accelerate the process of of addressing this, and there will be by statute, benefits, benefits that will be provided to you in divorce proceedings. This is the focus. That's the focus. Okay? You want to worry about kids? You do that. Who's the general for that? That's going to be DeSantis. DeSantis can do that one. He's made it very clear. Very clear. The problem with DeSantis is the way he, I hate to say it, the way he, his whole affect, whatever. But short of that... This is going to be the easiest election. This isn't even, this isn't even. <laughs> remember, I want you to remember this. Ronald Reagan came up with a class, classic line that says, are you better off now than you were four years ago? And my line is very simply, do you want four more years of this blank? Do you want four more years of this? And by the way, it doesn't matter whether it's, whether it's Biden, whether it's DeSantis, whether it's whoever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because they're auto pens. You go, here, here you go. Sign this. What? Sign this. I'm the president. Did I ask you who you were? Did you not hear me? Sign this. 
Who are you? What do you mean, who am I? Sign this. I'm your boss. I'm the shadow government. You might have heard of me. That's why you're here. Trust me. Don't mess with us. It's not good for you. Now sign this. Good. Now we're going to have an executive order. We're going to promote. We're going to actively sidestep. We're going to put Ukraine and NATO out. Just, just sign this. Can we do that? Just sign this. We're going to do that. Oh, yeah. We got some other stuff, too. Ready for this? We've also got a brand new bill that we'll use as a, forget affirmative action. You think reparations are good? Listen to this. You think critical, critical race theory is good? Listen to this. We have a new, a new, a new statute we're going to pass, and you're going to sign the legislation that will make being black a defense to criminal charges. Not a mitigating defense, a defense, meaning you get a jail, uh, get out of jail free card. Think we can't do that? Do it. You want reparations? I got the reparations to do this. Restorative justice, critical race theory, critical legal studies. Do it. Do it. Frank says, I'm hearing Pew Research studies that puberty blockers are sadly... Whatever. <laughs> well, thank you, Frank. Again, thank you. I like the, the, the uh, amount of the denomination. I don't even know why anybody's even debating puberty blockers. I don't even know why this is even subject to debate. I believe in parental autonomy, parental primacy. And by the way, I, I, could, I could theoretically see a case where maybe it's warranted. I don't know. I'm not a physician. I just know when it's not warranted. Now, here's my question. What do the left people want? What do they want? Well, one thing that the right is not doing is that they're not sitting down and saying, all right, I'm going to address this. And Bobby Kennedy can do this. You want to talk about climate change? Who better to talk to? Talk to Bobby about climate change. We'll talk to you about climate change, the water, the environment, the whole bit. What else do you want to worry about? What else? Abortion? Talk to him about that. Abortion will never be illegal in this country. Never. May not be federally guaranteed, but it will never be illegal. The death penalty will never be illegal in this country. Even though it may be illegal in certain states or, or not available. So that's not. So what else is your problem? Climate change, uh, rights, what else? What are you worried about? What are you as a young democratic, I don't want to say woke, but left, what, what are you concerned with? That's the issue. And not this usual stuff. And do me a favor. Somebody's going to say, must say, Jim Jordan, unless you can tell me something you've accomplished, I don't want to hear from you anymore. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what the purpose is. You go on TV and you yell and you scream. I don't know what it is. Tell me what you do, please. I beg you. Tell me what you do. Tell me where you fit into this thing because I don't get it. Okay? You understand what I'm saying? I don't get it. Now, we need a general. We need a plan. And we've got to do everything we can to make this thing work in 2024. And the, the, the roadblocks are daunting, to say the least. Who's the best general? Who's the, one, who's the best involved? Who is the best? Not just now, but for later on, Bobby Kennedy. Not perfect. 
And is Trump, listen, as much as this man did so many great things, it's over for him. He can't, no, we can, no. Seven, just turned 77, come on, stop it. It's just one of those things. It's one of those things. How he withstood this, I have no idea. But I am telling you right now, whether you like it, whether you want it, tragedy, I'm with you, it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. I don't care what the polls say. I don't care whatever. And if you, if, if you think that the country now is going to say, we want four more years of Trump. If you think that's, regardless of any kind of shenanigans you think, you think may occur, if you think that, you're out of your mind. You're just not paying attention. You're not paying attention. It's time to move on. He can be the eminence grise, the gray eminence. He can be absolutely critical in helping define the future. But if you honestly think, if you can say to yourself, yes, I can see him winning in New Hampshire, winning in this, winning winning in Super Tuesday, with all the trials, he's going to be in trial uh, during Super Tuesday, whatever. If you think, oh, no, no, the majority of the country is going to look at this and look beyond this, and they're actually going to use his, his cases in his favor, if you believe that, Good for you. You're out of your mind, but good good for you. Good for you if you believe that. Good for you. Believe me when I tell you that. Ain't no way that the country's going to say, this is terrific. I'm for him. No, no, no. Forget it. Bobby Kennedy, Gavin Newsom. No, no, no. I want Trump. I wasn't too crazy about him before. But now with these two indictments going on, I love it. And the fact that he's actually going to be convicted of at least one in the D.C. case, and it's going to either be either prison or uh, ankle bracelet or something, because there, there's, I mean, there's, I, I, I'm, 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 you're looking for, you're looking for a reason, an actual reason for an acquittal, maybe in Florida, who knows what, I mean, things could go wrong, things could go wrong. One person, one not guilty. That's a that's a that's a hung jury. Maybe the judge dismisses it. I don't know. But that's not that's no. If you think, if you if you think that you know that that's a that doesn't make any difference. I I don't know what to tell you. I don't know where you've been. I don't know what fantasy world you're living in. I wish it wasn't true. I think it's horrible. This is this is all manufactured. Let the man just leave him alone. Let him do his thing. I'm telling you. Anyway, dear friends, I want to thank you. I want to wish all our fathers a happy Father's Day. Frank, all the best to you, my friend. Thank you so much for your kindness, for your love and your respect throughout the years, my friend. To you and your and your wife and your family. Thank you so much. And to you as well, we'll see you tomorrow, same bad time, same bad channel, 8 a.m. I think my time's right, 8 a.m. And until then, remember these words. These valedictories, these, these final comments. The monkey's dead, the show's over, sue you, that's it.